baby yeah baby here we go again back for another chill session hang out sharing circle party <laughs> wagwan everybody it is i your buddy mortimer the magic man main coming at you once again for another episode tracks in the treehouse lounge we got another good one coming at you from the seas today but first things first man Shout out for being the 21 most popular music history podcast in Canada right now. (laughs) Shout out to all the supporters who virtually join us here in the lounge on the daily. We are international, y'all. Guten Tag, Deutschland. Konnichiwa, Nihon. Hola, Mexico. Bonjour, Canada. Hello. We are international, but we are still an exclusive club that most everyone can get into. Only one rule, baby. No dickheads. And yeah, I decide. So do what I do, homie, and come correct to get respect. All right? Okay, so check this out. It is Dick Dale Day here in the lounge, and that is our fantastic guitarist Slick Rick shredding those tracks in the background there. What's going on, Rick? You doing all right, man? We're going to be talking about another Rick today. That will be Rick Ocasek of The Cars. So we're going to be listening to The Cars. But before we talk about The Cars, we're going to talk about the movie we watched as we were setting up today for Dick Dale Day. It was the 1985 classic masterpiece, some would say, including myself. Take that with a grain of salt, though. I don't have a PhD in film. 1985's Iran, Akira Kurosawa doing The Bard, Shakespeare's King Lear. Man, if you haven't seen it, it's feudal Japan, samurai warriors, those days. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It shines green with the scenery and red with blood. Must see. Big recommend. Moving on. The Cars. Formed in Baston. Baston Mass in 1976 and split up in 1988. This is cool because I didn't know, uh, I had no idea where the cars were from. All I knew was that they were American. And I was just chatting with uh, my big homie Jeff the Barber Beefcake yesterday, reminiscing about the time we were in Baston enjoying a baseball game in Fenway, in storied Fenway on a beautiful spring day in 2018. So, yeah, I like Boston. (laughs) Not the Celtics though, man. These guys, as I kind of alluded to earlier, were fronted by a guy named Rick Ocasek. R.I.P. Rick, he died in 2019. Rick Ocasek was 36 years old when this band popped off. 35 or 36 much much older than I think you would see any pop star music star widely liked musician that I could even imagine coming out before the 90s even in the 90s I think bands are young the lead singer is always good-looking attractive the one the the one that sells the sex 
along with the music. So here's a funny story. As I was thinking about Rick today, Rick, you got you got to check this guy out. I think uh, there's not a lot of people out there who would take one look at this guy without knowing who he is and be like, he's an attractive guy. I don't think he is. I think he looked old. Uh, he was like pretty skinny, okay, but wrote great songs and was a rock star. But not your typical front man because I, according to me, I don't think he had that look that, you know, record companies look for and market and push on people, you know. All celebrities are beautiful. Everyone's famous is beautiful, young and attractive, okay? It's bullshit. Here's how I learned that. When I was in grade nine, I started to get into the band No Effects, like the, the new punk, the 90s punk. And I heard the music on CDs from friends or whatever. And I was into it, I was down, I was like, yeah, this is what I like. And I had seen the video for Sticking In My Eye, like, earlier than that, and I just kind of remembered it was just like, whatever, high energy, maybe a little bit dangerous. I was into it. But then I saw, like, the liner notes of one of their CDs, and it's just four totally average-looking dudes as well. And, like, once again, like, I don't think, like, if you polled, you know, a thousand people, do you think any of these four guys are attractive? They wouldn't have received high ratings across the board, okay? So at first I was just like, whoa, geez, like mute, like famous musicians, because in my mind they were just as famous as anyone that could be on TV. I knew they had a bunch of CDs and I knew I liked them. But it was the first time I was just like, oh, geez, like I like the music of an artist that I don't think has any sex appeal. And that kind of blew my mind right there. Like I stopped dead in my tracks right there. And I was just like, the way people look has absolutely nothing to do with the quality of the music that they can produce, okay? So I learned a lesson there and I hope you enjoyed that little story about me learning a lesson. <laughs> and just to recap, the lesson was that for years, because of the media I was exposed to, I assumed all celebrities, musicians, actors, whatever, were generally happened to be good looking <laughs> because they were you know on camera and that is something that uh, record companies look to push and I had basically been bamboozled by that um, until I saw these punks <laughs> with like whatever dyed hair or nose rings or whatever like effects had in those photos that I saw of them anyways geez moving on Rick Ocasek did it with the sounds. So they've been described as new wave, which I think is, I don't know, some some type of pop with synthesizers, used synthesizers, which were probably had just been invented in uh, the mid 70s. Synth pop was a genre that some people talked about. So the car's sound has been described as a band that has taken some important but contemporary trends. Punk minimalism, labyrinth, labyrinthine synthesizer, and guitar textures of art rock, the 50s rockabilly revival, and the melodious terseness of power pop mixed 
into a personal and appealing band. Holy crow, that was a mouthful. The thing I want you to notice here, I think the thing I want you to listen for here in this tune, which you're gonna know for sure, is listen to the rockabilly influence on the guitars and the breakdown and the little solo. This is mixing genres together to create a new sound. And this was one of their big hits. This was a very popular song. So here we go. This is a love song. My best friend's girl, the cars.
Okay, so there we go with that one classic tune. Man, why you gotta let your girl go like that, Rick? Alright. And what's up with his best friend, too? Jeez. Okay, so yes, this, we just listened to that song on their greatest hits record that I have. I also have Candy O, which is their third album, which is their part of that, like, peak cars. Candy O, it has on its cover art, it's a drawing of a beautiful woman draped over the hood of a car, and the art was done by Alberto Vargas, one of the Playboy pinup artists that I've had a personal relationship with ever since I discovered my uncle's vintage Playboy collection from the 70s when I was like five years old. I was like, oh, Alberto Vargas, this guy, uh, he's pretty good at drawing. Okay, so yes, I don't know where that album is actually. Um, it's not with the rest of the seas where it should be, but anyways, we're gonna listen to another car song because I really like the cars and I think they're a really cool band and they were unlike a lot of other bands out there, I think, uh, in the 80s, like I said, because they're old. I don't think this was a really a, a band for the youth. Now, I could be wrong about that because I was a baby in uh, the early 80s, if I existed yet. But, anyways, like I said, it doesn't even matter at all. What does matter, though, is, is how good this next song is, okay? Since You're Gone was on the 1981 album, Shake It Up, which was the fourth of their six that was released between 1976 and 1988 when they split up. I'm not including the one that came out in 2011 or whatever because I don't know nothing about that album. This song, yeah, it's one of the, it's a love song again, of course, and uh, yeah, it's uh, really good. <laughs> I think you'll like it. But I'm gonna leave on this song once again today, okay? Because I got lots of stuff going on today that I gotta, you know, Take care of, take care of this business. This is a business after all. Just because the entertainment is free doesn't mean the drinks are, you know what I'm saying? That's why I gotta keep telling people, all my friends, you know, ah, I buy drinks for my friends, you know, but if I don't know you the first time, you're gonna have to pay for a drink. That's just the way it is, man. How else are we gonna stay in business, you know what I'm saying? I don't even advertise on this podcast, you know? <laughs> okay, well, I learned something today. I hope you did too. Bring it back to me one time here tomorrow. We will cut out some more of the bull in the music industry and open up the safe and discover the treasures that are hidden inside these songs that we listen to. Take care of each other out there. Each one, teach one, baby. I will see you tomorrow. Peace, peace, y'all. Peace. What up, Detroit? Peace. What up, Legends Gentlemen Club? Peace, peace, peace to the D. Peace to the world.